Several reverse mortgage professionals are reporting a solid start to 2024. Here's when it's okay to be in second place. And should my 87-year-old mom owing $425,000 on a $1 million home get a reverse mortgage? These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of February 12, 2024. This is Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast, bringing you reverse mortgage news and commentary. Thank you for joining us. Housing Wire reports it is a solid start to 2024 for many Heckam originators, saying after enduring challenges stemming from higher interest rates, stricter qualifications, and broader industry consolidation, anecdotal reports from loan officers do reveal a sense of optimism about how things have progressed in the first month of 2024. This is according to a series of interviews that Reverse Mortgage Daily conducted with six reverse mortgage originators across the U.S., including the states of California, Washington, Florida, Wisconsin, and South Carolina. And I must add, I had another anecdotal report relayed to me personally. Now, when posed with the simple question of just how business is going so far, David Heilman, principal of Homegrown Financial in Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, characterized the difference between early 2024 business and the same time of last year, saying it was night and day. I don't know if there's really anything to really point to why that's the case, said Heilman. I've certainly seen more inquiries already. Typically, this is a slower time for me. January and February have always been slower months. In springtime, people begin moving again. But so far in 2024, I feel like at least I've been getting more proposals out, which we all know results in more applications eventually. Then from Green Bay, Wisconsin, there's Jim Cullen of University Bank, and he reports a similar trend. The year's off to a good start, he said. I noticed toward the latter part of last year, getting into December, that for whatever reason, things began to pick up. I was getting some more direct inquiries and a few more referrals, so things started to move a little bit. Over the holidays, people are kind of tuned out, but once we got through the new year, more things are cooking. And roughly 1,400 miles away, writes Reverse Mortgage Daily, the phone does continue to ring for Chris Bruiser, one of the top originators in the nation. He's a reverse mortgage specialist with Mutual of Omaha Mortgage, and he's based out of Tampa, Florida. Now, he primarily operates through referrals and has seen a consistent level of inbound interest, saying, My financial planner business still continues to be very active, but for me, I do a lot of home equity conversion mortgage for purchase. Now, obviously, we've got a lot of active adult communities down here, and we're still building them, so I'm really continuing to focus on the active adult market for what we call the lifestyle home loan, commonly known as the Heckam for Purchase. And then we have Bruce Simmons of American Liberty Mortgage, and he says things are off to a steady start. Down in Los Angeles, Tom O'Donohue of Reverse Loans Now reports that his results in January exceeded expectations, saying, I just see a huge difference in the volume coming in. My projections for January were that I would get eight new leads, and I ended up with 11. I was anticipating just two new applications, and I ended up with four. No fundings yet, but I'm anticipating going into the end of this month in February that we should have three fundings, and then we should still have a good pipeline going into March. In the Pacific Northwest, Frank Borg of Fairway Independent Mortgage says that business in the Seattle area is also off to a good solid start this year. And our next story comes from a column written by Paul Shepard that I found in PR Wire India entitled, It's Okay to Be in Second Place, 
writing, sometimes it is okay to be second, as in second place in retirement. When senior homeowners have an existing 3% loan on their property, it's better to keep that below market rate in first place and get a small second reverse equity loan with no required monthly payments instead. Traditional mortgages are not always sensible and suitable, especially when a homeowner has a below market rate of 3% on their current loan. It's often better to keep the current loan unchanged and get a small second reverse instead. When a homeowner has a 3% or a 4% loan on their current home, it's sometimes better to keep things unchanged and get a small reverse mortgage, says Paul Shepard, president of Longevity Mortgage. And he also adds, instead of getting a full-blown big reverse mortgage, it's often wiser to get a smaller one that is recorded behind the first mortgage. It makes no sense to pay off a 3% loan unless you have to or unless it's sensible to do so. Second mortgage has no required monthly payments with the reverse, and Shepard is getting many requests from homeowners who now have a low rate on their first loan and want to try a tiny amount between fifty to 200000 for a second mortgage that is recorded behind the first. And that program presents a unique approach for unlocking some of the untapped home equity and providing a financial solution that allows seniors to thrive in their retirement years. Shepard spells out four unique features of the reverse mortgage second, but one of the more interesting that we'll look at today is the increasing loan balance. He says, over time, the reverse second loan balance grows gradually, reflecting the amount borrowed and any accrued interest, and that growth occurs in a controlled and transparent manner, and ensures that you can plan for the future without an unexpected financial shock. Adding, many equity lines of credit are being recasted and reset with a higher required monthly payment. The reverse second can now replace the existing equity line with a new second loan that has no required payments. And the best part is, is that the homeowner can keep their awesome first mortgage. Dear Big Move writes one Market Watch reader, my mother, 87, has minimal savings and has 425,000 left on her mortgage. Her monthly payment is $3,300 a month and her home is valued between 800,000 and 1.1 million, but her social security payment is only 3,000 a month. I'm supporting her right now. I have five siblings, but only one other is in a position to assist her financially. My mother wants to stay in her home until she dies. I was hoping to get about two hundred and fifty to 300000 in equity out of the home to provide for her until she passes away. But the debt-to-income ratio rules out a home equity loan or the ability to refinance. A reverse mortgage with about 40000 in fees would net her 80000 to 100000 in cash, with her mortgage insurance and taxes accounting for 40000 a year. Should I sell the house to settle her debt when she passes? I'm not expecting any kind of inheritance. Can you think of a creative way that I can get there? Market Watch replies, Dear Exploring, kudos to you for stepping up to the plate. There are six of you, but only one of you have taken on the big but very important responsibility of caring for your elderly mother. A reverse mortgage seems like a good plan, given that you plan on selling the home after your 87-year-old mother passes and since you're not expecting to inherit the home. It does seem like the least expensive path to provide for her and you can sell the house when she's gone. But you need to find out if the reverse mortgage will impact her Social Security income, if she's on a specific needs-based program, such as supplemental security income. One workaround is simply spending your reverse mortgage proceeds in the same month that they are received, according to American Advice. Group, a reverse mortgage lender. But there's one word of warning. If the drawn funds are not spent, they could accumulate and exceed the allowable limit for SSI 
Medicaid, or other needs-based programs in your state. Another is opening your reverse mortgage as a line of credit, and that generally will not impact SSI or Medicaid because a reverse mortgage line of credit is not counted as a liquid asset or income until one actually uses it. If you do use the credit line, however, be sure to spend the funds in the same month. Your mother would likely need a debt-to-income ratio of 43% or less, according to bank rate. The debt-to-income ratio, or DTI, is a measure of your gross monthly income relative to your monthly debt payments, including your mortgage and home equity loan payments. Qualifying DTI ratios can vary from lender to lender, but in general, the lower your DTI, the better. Another idea is to take out a home equity investment, or HEI. But unlike a HELOC, a company or lender will actually buy a portion of your mother's future home equity, and she would get a lump sum cash payment in return, according to Tomo Mortgage. The company does not offer that product, but a spokesperson for the company thought it would make sense in this situation. There are many options that adult children are having to consider, especially as they find their parents may not be able to meet their monthly financial needs. And in this Market Watch article does provide us some insight into that process. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast bringing you reverse mortgage news and commentary. A note to our listeners, we will not have a video version of this week's podcast, but that will return the following week. Also, if you've not been there already, be sure to go to heckamworld.com for our latest breaking video commentary and analysis. And note that we are now available on Spotify. You can listen to our podcast there. And of course, as always on Apple Music. Thank you for listening and have a great week.